Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Good morning. It is Tuesday, February 13th. It is six minutes after nine. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So the Senate was working early this morning. They passed an emergency spending package. It could provide military aid to Ukraine and Israel. It's a $95 billion foreign aid package. Nothing for the United States. Yeah, so you got uh, the usual suspects, the Duke of Spendingburg and his adult supervision over there, Mitch McConnell and uh, Todd Young and and Daddy Mitch teaming up together along with some of the other, I mean, it's the usual suspects in the good time fun gang. And uh, they teamed up with a bunch of Democrats and Todd Young, look, Todd Young told me this and... uh, It was in front of a room full of people. We have had many, many people call and write this show confirming that he said this. This was as he was moving very aggressively towards me uh, at the Stacks Pancake House with the armed uh, Hendricks County Sheriff's deputy behind him, that he's never stopping spending the money. He told everybody what he was going to do. And we begged you people. We begged you people in the summer and fall of 2022, do not send this guy back to Washington. Well, we can't have a Democrat in there. Why not? What's the difference? There is no difference. And how many times since he got reelected, which we told you people, Mm -hmm. if you send this clown back to Washington, he will stab a knife in your back at every single opportunity. And over the past year and a half, time and time and time again, Todd Young has put the Washington, D.C. power structure I'm not even talking the Republican Party. I'm talking about, in the, by power structure, he's put the Democratic power structure ahead of you because Todd Young doesn't care about you at all. He cares about one thing, that is elevating himself in leadership. Todd Young sees himself as the future Republican leader of the United States Senate. He sees himself as the next Mitch McConnell, and he will always, and I mean always, side with party leadership and the Washington, D.C. power structure over you. Casey, the floor is yours. So Todd Young was a yes on approving $95 billion in that foreign aid package, money for Ukraine, Israel, and Taiwan. The vote was 70 to 29. Mike Braun voted no. This bill does not include any border or immigration funding or reforms. The Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson, says it is dead on arrival and that he will tear it up. Wait, wait, just just, just pause for a second there. So 70 senators. Mm-hmm. 70 senators. So that means I'm assuming all the Democrats, because I didn't see anywhere where any Democrats broke rank. And and so that means, what, 20, doing a math here on the floor, no, 18, 19 Republicans. 18 to 19 Republicans said the board, we are putting Mm -hmm. the future of the Ukraine, Israel, and Taiwan ahead of of America. Correct. Okay. So when you... The, when I get the thing from the people, why are you so mean to the Republicans? What about the Democrats? I know what the Democrats are. I expect in lockstep the Democrats to put other countries ahead of America. That's who they are. That's who they advertise who they are. But 
the Republicans tell me they're supposed to be different. They tell me they're supposed to be better. I thought we were the party of America first. It seems like we're the party, Casey, of everybody but America. Both parties. So $60 billion of this bill is going to go to support Ukraine as they try to defend themselves. $14 billion of that will allow them to rearm themselves through the purchase of weapons and munitions. And again, let's just reiterate. $60 billion going to Ukraine so they can protect their border. $0 for border funding to protect the border of the United States. And, and, and here's what is uh, so disappointing about these Republicans. So remember when the border bill that had the Ukraine aid in it got blocked. Mm-hmm. Schumer came out and said, we're doing aid to Ukraine. You just have to decide whether or not you want the border funding as a part of it. Right. And instead of... And he kept saying, with border, without border. Instead of standing up to this just complete scumbag, Chuck Schumer, Todd Young and Mitch McConnell were totally subservient to him and said, why, yes, Master, you're right. We're going to fund Ukraine no matter what. The correct response would have been, no way, know how not on this earth are we ever giving a single solitary penny to any other foreign country until we've taken care of our, ourselves mm-hmm. and the people here at home and secured our own southern border that would be the response i would expect from the republican party this is why i am the way i am about the republicans because they had another opportunity to look at chuck schumer and go no you don't make the rules around here We have rights in the Senate, and we're going to flex our muscle, and we're going to enforce this. Instead, not only did they not stand up to him, they teamed up with him Mm -hmm. to tell you how little they actually care about you. So Rand Paul was trying to stop it last night. He was arguing. He was blasting both the Senate Republicans and the Democratic leaders, and he said, you know what? Here they go. It's time to open the champagne and pop the cork. Open the champagne. Pop the cork. (laughs) The Senate Democrat leader and the Republican leader are on the way to Kiev. They've got $60 billion they're bringing. I don't know if it'll be cash in pallets, but they're taking your money to Kiev. Now, they didn't have much time, really no time and no money to do anything about our border. We're being invaded. A literal invasion's coming across our border. 800,000 people came illegally in the last month. And all they had time to do in the Senate was get the money, get the cash pallets, load the planes, get the champagne ready, and fly to Kiev. We, I want to come back to this. Yeah. Because you were here for this. Mm-hmm. Did we or did we not tell everybody, if you send Todd Young back to Washington, this is what will happen? Yeah. Absolutely. We were and- clear and specific about it. And he told you he was going to keep spending. He looked you in the eye and said, I am going to continue to spend. And he didn't lie to you, did he? And so, look, you get the government you deserve. (laughs) And the reason Todd Young behaves like this is because he doesn't fear you. Todd Young looked at you, those of you hearing my voice right now, hearing Casey's voice, and said, it's pretty hard to screw America over any more than I did my first six years in office. And I still won a resounding majority of the vote because you people are so afraid of a Democrat being in there. 
you will literally accept whatever garbage I shove down your throat. You people elected Diego Morales to be Secretary of State and me in the same year. This is why when I talk about the politicians not fearing you and what a danger that is, Todd Young not only doesn't fear you, he thinks you're a joke. He thinks no matter what he does, they've rigged the system so it's really hard to run against him, period, in a Republican primary. And he knows that as long as he's the Republican nominee, you people, he could take a bottle of bleach and shove it down your throat and you'd go, please, sir, yes, more. We need more Republican bleach down our throats. These are When you don't send a message to these people, when you let them walk all over you, when you let them do whatever they want to do and you still keep resoundingly voting for them because of some meaningless letter, this is what you get. And you're stuck with it. There's no way to get rid of him until 2028. And he's banking on that even in 2028, no matter how trillions more he adds to the nation's debt and whatever country he puts ahead of American interest, that the bleach he keeps shoving down people's throats, you will say, let me lap up some more of that Republican bleach mm -hmm. because, boy, that Democrat bleach tastes really bad, Casey. Don't play poker with Todd Young because uh, even if you call his bluff, he's still winning. It's a matter of holding the boundary. Hey, we're going to vote for somebody else. You keep doing that. Okay. It, okay. It, 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 Test it, me. It will not. It will not stop until you stop it. These people in Washington are incapable. They are incapable of putting your interest ahead of the interests of donors and, and, and lobbyists. They are just, they're incapable of doing it. So unless you're willing to stop it, this will just continue in perpetuity and nothing will ever change. There's one more clip that I wanted to get to, and it's Rand Paul. And he was on uh, Fox Business with Kudlow. And here he is saying that it's pretty much criminal neglect for Mitch McConnell, Chuck Schumer, and Joe Biden to get together to send more money overseas without fixing our border here. And I told him they can vote when hell freezes over mm. because, frankly, this isn't in the best interest of our country. The money has to be borrowed. We don't have 100 billion sitting around. We borrow 1.5 trillion and they're gonna borrow another 100 billion. So essentially we ask China for money to send it to Ukraine. It makes us weaker. It's bad for our country. Mitch McConnell, Joe Biden and Chuck Schumer are wrong on this. And I'm going to do everything I can to slow them down at the very least. And possibly there'll be enough of an uprising of people calling in and saying, Mitch McConnell, nope. Who are you? Do you represent the Republicans? Do you represent conservatives? Mm. Are you in lockstep with Chuck Schumer? Okay, so here's the question. This is the same question I asked for four years with Holcomb since 2020. Where is anyone in the power structure of the Republican Party coming out against this guy? Where is Jim Baird? Where is Larry Bouchon? Where is Greg Pence? Where is Rudy Yockum? Where is professional office hopper Aaron Houchin? Where is Jim Banks? Where are any of these people condemning Todd Young for this vote? I know Mike Braun voted against it. Where is Mike Braun who's running for governor? Where is Curtis Hill? Where is Todd Rokita? Where is uh, uh, Silent Suzanne? Where is Doden? Where is Brad Chambers? Where is Ann Hathaway? Where is Lockdown McGee? Where are any of these people in the, in the uh, power structure of the Republican Party condemning and scorning and shaming Todd Young for screwing the people of Indiana. There's never a single solitary word from any of these people, just like there hasn't been a single solitary word against Eric Holcomb.
They agree with him. It is Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Fed rate cut plans have reduced mortgage rates more than a full point and dropping. If you've been waiting to sell, now is the time. Maximize your home sales price with the agent and team. I recommend Mark Deedle. Maybe you want maximum equity from your home, but not sure how. Mark Deedle guarantees your home sold at a mutually agreed upon price and deadline, or he will buy it. Listen to what Dan and Jen in Avon had to say about working with Mark Deedle. We were ready to downsize and move to a smaller dream home. There were many challenges to navigate, but luckily we had the Mark Deedle team on our side. They got our difficult to sell house sold at the price we needed, and they worked overtime to make what we wanted happen. They are truly the best. Call the agent I trust and recommend and the agent who guarantees your home sold or he'll buy it. Call Mark Deedle at 317-755-4232 for all the details or go online to markdeedle.com. That's Mark, D-I-E-T-E-L.com. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Two minutes after nine with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So on the heels of that Robert Hur investigation, grown adults are now being forced to go on TV to convince you that Joe Biden is actually a secret genius mastermind in private. <laughs> That's how stupid they think you are, that if they tell you that he's a uh, genius, that you'll actually believe it. And now we have Kamala Harris, the vice president, coming out saying that she is ready to serve. She's ready to go. We'll get into that a little bit more in the show. But I wanted to point something out to you, and I thought this was uh, a little bit of insight into how they work. I want you to pay attention to this next clip. It's a montage of all the talking heads going on all of the TV stations. And they're trying to remind you that Joe Biden is uh, wicked smart. He's vigorous. (laughs) And he has all of his faculties together. But there's one word that seems to be the current talking point. Pop quiz. Are you ready? Yeah. Let's see if you can figure out what that word is gratuitous and inappropriate criticisms of the president. Way too many gratuitous remarks. The gratuitous remarks, the gratuitous comments, they're saying it's gratuitous. We certainly agree that it's gratuitous. The gratuitous comments in the report and the gratuitous comments in the report are troubling. It was gratuitous. Ad ad hominem, uh, gratuitous attacks. Politically motivated, gratuitous. 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 The report was gratuitous. This seems like the height of interference. It's gratuitous. Is gratuitous superfluous statements about his memory? I would say they got... What's the word? Well, I think they somebody might have got some talking points that included the word gratuitous. Yes, correct. What a random word, Casey. But isn't that interesting how it just gets spread out to everybody? Now, when you're on, when you're on MSNBC, we want you to get in the word gratuitous because that's what we're saying right now. So that means without cause or unnecessary. 
why don't you just use unnecessary? <laughs> I mean, that's a bit like a big word. Mm -hmm. You know, I think when people think gratuitous, they might think you're leaving a tip somewhere. Right. <laughs> like they may not understand what the word means. Isn't it amazing? And we talked about this a couple of months ago with the Binomics thing mm -hmm. where they have just dug in on, hey, the economy's great and you're too stupid to realize it. They appear dug in on Biden is just ridiculously smart and mm -hmm. you're too stupid to realize it. Yeah. And they're going to the mat on this and this is just going to piss people off, Casey. Everybody can see what the guy is. Mm -hmm. Everybody can read the report that the Biden Justice Department put out that the guy's uh, memory is so bad he doesn't remember when he was vice president or when his kid died. And you're going to look at people and go, nah, you're the problem here. Biden's fine. You're the problem. Hey, you know what? That report was gratuitous. You know, it was <laughs> completely unnecessary. Word. You know what? That's the one that they landed on. And boy, did they stick with it. One other thing I wanted to point out, uh, the Indiana State Sycamores nationally ranked basketball team. It's the first time since 1979. Yeah. So uh, Kurt Darling, uh, ISU alum, just feverishly uh, just putting, uh, you know, his <laughs> fist up against the glass there mm -hmm. at the, the news studio. Uh, I can say this as someone who did go to Indiana State for a year, um, that that's great. My uh, grandparents were from Terre Haute. My uh, father was from Terre Haute. Both my parents were at Terre Haute when in, in, at Indiana State when uh, Larry Bird was there. Um, and this is the first time, as you said, since Larry Bird that they have been nationally ranked. If you haven't seen these guys play, this Robbie Avila guy is sort of the – like mascot. I mean, he's a great player, but he's got these goggles and he's mm -hmm. a, I mean, he totally, Kurt Darling, back me up on this. Robbie Avila totally looks like a Terre Haute townie. Does he or does he not? So one of the best players in college. Oh, basketball. he's incredible. And they're fun to watch. And let's face it, Kurt. And I can say this because I come from a lineage of Terre Haute people. There's not much to do in Terre Haute. I mean, now that Sixth Ave is closed. <laughs> I mean, let's face it. It is as though somebody <laughs> dropped a university in the middle of a city and were like, everybody left because this city was totally corrupt and run by horrifically awful people for At a very long Curtis time. At least Deborah Curtis is leaving now. Well, so my point on all this is there's not much to do in Darrow anymore. There was a time, though. You got though, a casino coming, though. A casino is the perfect thing for Terre Haute. If you were like to say, what what does this city totally need? Terre Haute, it would be a casino. The point with Terre Haute is it was a once- strong, thriving city, but through years of horrific, awful rule and decay, and obviously people have moved and they're now centralized in Indiana around the donut counties. Terre Haute, I, I can't remember what it is now. It's only like the 14th or 15th biggest city in the entire state anymore. There's not much there to be excited about. There's not much to cheer for. And this team has mm -hmm. captivated the city and good on them. And I'm happy that Kurt Darling is excited and Good for the Sycamores. They're currently on a nine-game winning streak. Their record is 22-3 and three on the season. And uh, the last time they were ranked this high, Larry Bird was playing with the team. Very gratuitous. <laughs> no, no, that's not even the right word, Not Casey. gratuitous. Casey, that, you, it's very without cause or unnecessary? No, it's very necessary. You know what else is uh, near Terre Haute is the Turkey Run State Park, though. Oh, how exciting. Fantastic. Uh -huh. It is 928, and Kurt Darling has your news coming up on 93 WIBC. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between.
Good morning. It is 9.35 with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. And let's do an update on what's going on with Jamie Knoll. This is the uh, former Clark County Sheriff and Republican chair, and he was being investigated for crimes that he committed while he was sheriff. Uh, he was accused of, of what, fraud, ghost employment, uh, tax evasion. Those are just some of the charges. And... Um, He's uh, his bond was set at seventy five thousand dollars and he had a hearing. He posted the bond. And um, so we're currently at a situation where search warrants are showing that uh, he also profited from his brother's estate. Yeah. So, the, I mean, look, the, the story. So there's the story here, which is this guy is alleged to have just done some horrifically awful things. I mean, you want to talk about a what he's alleged to have done in terms of you know abuse of power and i mean i mean we're talking millions of dollars that these authorities are alleging um they have very serious questions and charges have related but uh, they've been spent it's not only his time as you know clark county sheriff then he oversaw this volunteer fire department and now the wife has now been charged as a part of this and now the new reporting Mm -hmm. uh, wav3 um with the reporting on this out of louisville is that the daughter mm-hmm. got a whole bunch of money and uh, out of this as well. And you look at this, and again, the story here is the story, which if this guy did, did, did do the things that he is alleged to have done, that's terrible for someone in his position of power and influence. But the other part of this story, and yet no one here continues to talk about this, this stuff keeps coming out on this guy, he was one of Eric Holcomb's very best friends in the entire world. There's no disputing this. There's all these photos of them together. There's photos of Holcomb checking in on the kid at college. This is not like casually, oh, yeah, Holcomb was, you know, a powerful Republican and Noel was a powerful Republican. You could make a compelling case. These guys were actually best friends. Mm. And Jamie Noel was one of the 2025 most powerful Republicans in the entire state. He was part of the central committee for the state party leadership. He wasn't just a county chairman. He wasn't just the sheriff of Clark County. He was in the central committee, the deciding body, the ruling body that oversees the state Republican Party. He's about as close as you could possibly get with the governor. And no one in the Indianapolis media other than us is going, hey, could someone ask Holcomb? What he knew? Yeah. How, when he knew it? Because this guy was clearly living a lifestyle, mm-hmm. and his family was clearly living a lifestyle Yeah, that was far above the means that you would associate with someone simply being a local county sheriff. And so if your best friend is going on lavish trips and buying kids' homes, and he's buying homes and, you know, wearing these suits, and I mean, just all of this stuff, how would you not raise your hand and go uh jamie mm-hmm. what's uh what's going on here man where'd you where'd you get all that where'd you get your bankroll from so his daughter spent more than a hundred thousand dollars on credit cards and they found that she was spending money on cosmetics tannings manicures pedicures uh tax records show that she was paid over seventy seven thousand dollars as an administrative assistant to her father and she also served on the Utica Township Advisory Board. And I had asked Abdul, is there a possibility that the wife or the kids, they weren't aware of this? And uh, no, no, no. <laughs> and it's becoming clearer and clearer now that this was a family affair. Well, like if my father were to purchase me a home, 
Like, I, I live right, literally right next to my dad. Mm-hmm. You know who bought that home? Me. If my dad had come to me and said, I'll buy this home for you, you know what my initial response to him would have been, Casey? How? Yeah, how are you doing that? Yeah, okay, thanks, but yeah. like how? Right, exactly. We are not talking about, you know, somebody, we're not talking about Jeff Bezos here. We're talking about a guy <laughs> who is a local county sheriff. Everybody mm-hmm. knows, that's public record, what that individual makes. And yet he was living a life far beyond what any rational or reasonable person would associate with someone who earns that sort of salary. And I'm not saying Holcomb did know. I'm saying I'd be very curious to know what he did know. And if indeed he plays stupid and has no idea or was stupid and has no idea, you didn't ever question how your friend was doing all of these things. You're very close, very good friend. If Eric Holcomb says, hey, I didn't know, there's, wouldn't there be a follow-up of how could you not have known? Didn't you ever say, boy, that's kind of unusual? But you're saying the shocking part is that nobody's even asking. No. Like, hey, did you know? And it's not like this is some, you know, far-flung, distant, you know, guy who was, a, you know, whatever. He was a precinct committeeman. He was on the central committee, Casey. Mm-hmm. He, it, it just amazes me. Our... Uh, are the media's unwillingness to ever hold this governor accountable for anything. And question. The yeah. same thing during COVID, anything. Nobody ever pins the governor down. They never ask him hard questions. Maybe there is a logical explanation. Maybe Holcomb just says, oh, I... I, I didn't know. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 okay. I, look, here's all I'm saying is I know the sort of lifestyle that you are capable of leaving. Do I know the exact amount of money in your bank account? No, mm-hmm. but if you suddenly started buying multiple houses, if you suddenly, I mean, you're having, you have had a conversation on these airwaves about how is my kid going to be able to afford rent mm-hmm. when she graduates from college this yeah. year and how are we going to be able to help her pay for the rent? Yeah. If you started buying her a house and you're <laughs> buying houses and you're rolling around in mm-hmm. nice automobiles, I would, I would be like, dude, how are you? What? What's going How on? How are you doing that? Jim Sella magazine didn't yeah, get a lot of exactly. money for something. It's not a conspiracy. What happened? It's not a conspiracy theory to say I'd like to know what the governor yeah. of the state of Indiana knew about his very close personal friend mm-hmm. and political ally, and when did he know it? And if he's going to say I didn't know anything, I would I would like somebody to ask him. You weren't even at all curious. You're how curious? You're- like yeah, <laughs> you have to you have to wonder. Well, speaking of finances the january inflation report coming out prices a lot more stubborn than expected overall prices are up 17.9 percent under biden that's bidenomics for you inflation is up 3.1 percent over last year much hotter than expected so here's a good opportunity uh for this woman to get even more followers her name is vivian two what's her name vivian two T-U, that's her last name. She has 5 million followers on social media. She's a personal finance guru. She used to work on Wall Street. And she was giving people advice, regular people, on how to get rich. And uh, she was sharing some of her wealth-building tips, including to be selfish in your career move. I thought, okay, we could all use a little advice on how to get rich and this is what she has to say 
really focus on the scrimping and the saving. And so people are like, I'm not buying that avocado toast. I'm not buying that Starbucks. I'm not, you know, doing anything that brings me joy. Think about how hard it is to cut $10,000 worth of expenses out of your life. Like that's hard. You're giving up a lot of things you really enjoy. How easy is it to ask for a $10,000 raise? That is absolutely heard of like heard of, as in happens all the time, happens to so many people, a $10,000 raise is really not that strange. And you can get one just by being responsible, making sure you come to the table with like quant quantifiable facts and like, you know, a, a good excuse for your boss of why you deserve one. So it's a lot easier to make more money than it is to cut out all of the things that bring you joy. So my advice is, hey, focus less on the coupon clipping and the little, you know, tiny things, focus on the big stuff. Because if you're not asking for a raise every single year, it doesn't matter if you're trying to scrimp and save. Like, you're still not going to get ahead. At the end of the day, it's your, your earning power. And Charlie Munger likes to say, show me the incentive and I'll show you the outcome, right? Yeah. And you certainly proved that. So I guess for practical advice for people, like, how can they go about increasing their earning power? Is it learning before you earn? Like, what is it? I think it's learning while you earn, right? Like, in any job, you either need to be learning or earning, ideally both. And I think it's about being really, really selfish. Have you asked for a raise this year? I did, Casey. <laughs> I thought that was interesting, but she raises a point. You can cut $5 here and $10 here and $20 here, or you can go in one time and say, hey, can I have more money? What's the worst they can say? Yeah. Is no. You're right. Right? It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. It is 12 minutes in front of 10. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. And during the Super Bowl, did you happen to notice the Kennedy commercial? I didn't watch any. I can say this uh, proudly. I did not watch any ads during the Super Bowl. You just weren't paying attention? You walked away? Or uh, no, I was like, I was running the daddy daycare service. Yeah. Those, those, I've never understood the people who are enamored with the ads during the Super Bowl because you're going to see them right, for they'll the, be next, on repeat. the next nine months. Well, there's a couple that we need to talk about. One was the Kennedy ad. So what it was, it was a spot for Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Yes. But what he did is he took an old uh, John F. Kennedy presidential ad. It, right. It was the theme, Kennedy, 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 mm -hmm. Kennedy, Kennedy, Kennedy Cam. Um, and the next day, Robert Kennedy apologized to his family members because apparently that really upset some people Who? within the Kennedy clan. Oh, oh, the Kennedys are suddenly worried about people taking advantage of the family name to benefit themselves? Now, when did that start, Casey? Interesting point. So he he said uh, the ad was created and aired by the American Values Super PAC without any involvement or approvals from my campaign and that federal rules prohibit Super PACs from consulting yeah. him or his staff. So this is a situation where he wasn't even aware that this retro-themed ad was going to play, oh, or he's claiming he wasn't yeah, yeah, aware. Yeah, let's let's say he let everyone listen to our voices. 
he wasn't even aware that somebody was going to add her. I had no idea. But what do we think about that? Rehashing an old spot from President Kennedy. Well, that, that's John the, Kennedy the, using the, it for himself. That would be stupid not to. His whole campaign is going to be around senior citizens mm-hmm. who fondly remember who were children in many cases when his uncle was president of the United States Mm -hmm. and people who fondly remember the direction and condition of the country when John F. Kennedy was president before he was assassinated. And he's going to play to a lot of those people of, hey, the world was a better place when the Kennedys were in charge. I am the, you know, obviously John Jr. has passed away and Carolyn has no interest in, in, is she still alive? She's still alive, isn't she? She passed away too. No, I believe she's still. She's still alive, but she has never had any sort of, you know, deep-seated, I mean, mm-hmm. running for public office or whatever. So I'm oh, as- Oh, could you blame her? Well, I mean, mm. so I'm so I'm I'd as run. close to the, you know, Kennedy lineage as you're going to get, and mm-hmm. they're totally going to play that up. They would be, they would be stupid- not to do that. He would be stupid not to do that. And, I mean, let's face it, The kid, look at Ted. Look at Ted. Ted totally, I mean, Ted was a drunk and a loser and a weirdo, and he ran that poor lady off the road and left her left her to die, and he still almost became president because he used the Kennedy name. So he probably wouldn't be nearly as far in this campaign if it weren't for his last name. Nobody would even give him no. any time. He would just be another random name. He'd be pumping gas somewhere mm-hmm. if his name were Robert F. Johnson, Casey. <laughs> his whole thing is I'm a Kennedy. He looks like a Kennedy. Mm-hmm. Now, he has that vocal affliction. Which I think is... Unfortunately, going to hurt him. It, it will. Mean, it's a shame that it's something like that, but it is sometimes hard to listen to him. It, well, it is, and you. But you know, I mean, you you were literally in that photo of you guys together, just digging your nails into his pectorals. Mm-hmm. Looked like a dime store novel cover. <laughs> you and Fabio there, mm-hmm. but you, I mean, he's a good look. He's older, but he's a good looking dude. Mm-hmm. He looks like a Kennedy. He mm-hmm. looks like his dad. I mean, he looks just like Robert F. F. Kennedy Sr. And so, of course. Of course he's going to play to that. Did you see the video of him picking up the rattlesnake, by the way? Yes, I did see that. I mean, I'd like to see Joe Biden. Was that real? It looked real to me. It looked, look, I'm not saying it was. I'm just saying it looked a little off to me. It looks like something he would do, though. Like in the jeans and the whole thing. What is he, the crocodile hunter? I don't know. I I, I don't know. It just looked, it looked real to me. So here is what Kennedy's up against. If, if he can strike a deal with the libertarians, which is the rumor, he will essentially have ballot access in all 50 states. If he's on the ballot in all 50 states, and he and the most important thing is he can qualify for the debate states, whatever that number is going to be, 15%, 10%, whatever the polling threshold is going to be, he will do immense damage in the election. Now, if he runs as an independent and there's you know 20 states he's not on the ballot on, the argument's going to be this guy can't win anyway – don't throw your vote away. But if he's on the ballot in all 50 states mm-hmm. and he can get in front of the American people, you will you will easily see him probably get between 10 and 15 percent of the vote because people just dislike Trump and Biden so much. Right. They want another option. So another commercial that's getting a lot of traction is the Dunkin' Donuts commercial. I don't know if you saw that. I don't think you should do this. Last year she came to my work. Now I got to show her what I can do. He's here. Ah, flat on the track. What up, Bronx? For your consideration, here comes the Boston Massacre. The Dunkies. Touchdown, Tony on the keys. Play a coach. Got it. I'm open. 
So what you've got here is you've got Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, Tom Brady, and Jennifer Lopez, and uh-huh. I believe also Casey Affleck, one of the brothers, and they're all in this commercial. They're wearing these Dunkin' Donuts track suits, and it's a commercial for Dunkin' Donuts, right? It's, Think about the amount of money they wasted on those four people. Well, so it's the guys showing up to the recording studio where J-Lo is apparently recording uh-huh. an album, right? And yeah. he's saying, I want to be in your album. And the track suits that they were all wearing – in the commercial, uh-huh. have sold out in 19 minutes. <laughs> they were on sale for $60. Now, I don't know. There could have been like one available, yeah. and it's sold out. But that's the thing. And another thing that they did is they filmed the commercial being made, and now they're putting that out, which oh, is going viral no. as well. Jennifer Lopez, by the way, announcing that she may possibly be quitting music. She actually is working on a new album. It's her love album for Ben Affleck. And she's saying it may be her last. Oh, no, don't quit. It's it's okay, Rob. Because she said she's going to do a tour first. How would I go on? No, don't (laughs) quit. No. Nikki Haley from Indiana Capital Chronicle is going to join us. Nikki, Nikki, oh, Nikki I Kelly. I did it. I did it. Nikki Kelly is going to join us. That's coming up from 93 WIBC.